Monday Night Fever with Hamish and Jack. Monday Night Fever. Just turn off your mind, relax and look down the street. It's Monday Night Fever. We'll eat it you, baby. Welcome to another no- episode of Monday Night Fever. I don't know how many episodes we're up to now. It's Monday been a couple. Night Fever. I think Thank it must you. be seven. Maybe seven? Seven, yeah. Seven. Lucky seven. <laughs> Lucky number seven. You never know. It could always be the last one. I always think this could be the last one, you know? Yeah. Will people be at their breaking point? Will we be our, at our breaking point? Maybe. I feel like I'm almost at a breaking point today. I've had about three hours of sleep last night. I I had an hour's sleep, woke up from it. We had a phone call Mm. and then I couldn't go back to sleep. And I was like, (laughs) oh, fuck. And then it just got later and later. And then I got woken up at five this morning and I was just like, oh, it's going to be one of those days. Mm. Did it give you, did our conversation give you something to think about? Is that why it kept you awake? No, it kept me awake because, you know, when you have a nap, right, then the worst part about having an afternoon nap is later on when you want to go to bed, you cannot go to bed. Yeah, yeah. I had this issue. I literally had this issue yesterday. You oversleep as well because it's not a nap and you just oversleep. Everybody, I know this is an audio episode, but Hamish was drinking a Red Bull. Red Bull, if you want to sponsor us and you're sick of people jumping out of planes and you just want to We won't jump out of planes. You know? You don't want to pay the insurance for those, for those, you know, reprobates. Yeah, exactly. Get get me and Jack. We'll sponsor. You sponsor us. Yeah, we can do it for you. Yeah, absolutely. The people who stay up late. That's what Red Bull's this whole sponsorship strategy should be like. You know, when they're marketing, they should just be like, right. It's none of this gives you wings. None of this. You're going to jump off the plane. Not this for athletes. Two podcasters to stay up as late as they can so they can record shows. I've I've actually thought about this recently because I was Mm. like, the Red Bull gives you wings is kind of shit, hey. But do you know who David Goggins is? (laughs) Yeah, but hold on. it's We're still talking about it now. No, look, I'd feel a lot better talking about it if we were receiving some compensation. But Give us that Red Bull money. (laughs) (laughs) Then, 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 you know, then I think it's brilliant. Um... But this is, do you know who David Goggins is, Jack? Yeah, Mom. And if any Red Bull reps are listening to us, hear me out. I'm just offering a better advertising. Hear him out. Hear him out. This is my thing. It's like, have you ever, have you ever had that ad that pops up on your phone and it's like, can you not sleep? Mm-hmm. Try our sleeping thing. Just rest, <laughs> count, breathe, and you will fall asleep. To the sound of the rainforest. Anyway, whatever. And they've got some, they've got some like cheap version of David Attenborough doing the voiceover, mm. usually. 
I would like one one time to the Red Bull or somebody was one of the energy drinks to do an ad and it starts off like that and it's like, are you, is it late? Are you falling asleep? Do you, and then it, then all of a sudden David Goggins comes in and he goes, <laughs> he starts yelling at him, get up, work harder, get out of bed, drink some Red Bull, get off of that thing, you know, like a Dave <laughs> Brown type character, get up, bitch, you know, something like that would be so funny. Yeah. And it'd be so unexpected. You're falling asleep behind the wheel, man. Get up. Get up. Get off of that thing. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> like a sex machine. So if anybody's listening, there's our pitch. Yeah. There's our pitch for it. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Like you're almost, and it, and it only plays at like bedtime. Mm. And it's like all of a sudden, you're falling, you're watching this YouTube video and an advertisement of things. He goes, are you tired? Are you falling asleep? And you go to click it and all of a sudden a James Brown character appears and he's like, mm. get up, bitch. <laughs> get up over that thing. Yeah, you lazy ass. Oh. Get up over that thing. Yeah. Bump, bump. All the horns come in. I mean, like, you know, I think the world's trying to do its best to rid itself of nocturnal creatures like that. You know, get your eight hours sleep. Have you had enough sleep? We're going, no, 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 no. Fuck your sleep. You need to get up. Yeah. You need to get up. Right? Did you ever have the, uh, it was called the rock clock on your phone. It was an app. So, like, it would be, he made this thing. And it, you know the way he's in, like, he calls it, like, the 4 a.m. club. And he's, like, up doing his first exercise at 4 a.m., right? So you'd set an alarm on your phone, but you can't snooze it. Right, it takes like two minutes to get it to go off. So, and it'll just be like the rock going beep, beep, beep. Wake up, YouTube brony. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and I had it for about four days. And in the end, I had to delete it because I was like, I want to kill the rock. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kill the rock. And it, it just got to the point where it was like Torture. fucking so annoying. But that's yeah. the point. It was like, can you smell what I'm cooking? Get out of bed, you jabroni. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. like, Dwayne, I'll get up now. I'll yeah. get up. I don't know if that would work for me, man. Like, if, if James Brown was telling me to do it, yeah, I'll okay. get up. Get up off that thing. I'm like, so what's like, like, that, that coming in? Beep, beep, beep. Get up over that thing. And you just jump out of bed then. Yeah, and instead of beep, 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 it's like, Trumpets. You know, your so anyone who listened last week will know that Hamish forgot to take his, his uh, ADHD medication last week and then had a very mellow high because he t- took it late on in the day. Um, I'd say last week was one of the strangest episodes. I think it was because of you were under the influence in like stages. It was so strange. It's like you're really mellow, and then you're like, you were wearing sunglasses. You were like a, you were like a dog in a TikTok video. That's what you're like. You weren't like levels of coolness. I'm not saying drugs are cool, but he went cooler. And now this week, he's already, he's already medicated, and you have to have a Red Bull now. Yeah, I've been up what since a difference five. a week makes. Yeah, today I'm all about get up and save. You know, save mm. the day. Last week I was all about. 
why don't I feel right? And then all of a sudden <laughs> I figured that I figured out that uh, why do I not feel good today? Oh, yeah, exactly. You ain't had your meds. You ain't had Hamish's little helpers. Oh. oh man, so I've been on a I've been on some of the doctor's finest pharmaceutical magic, as I like to call it. Um, so for the listeners, Jackie boy busted his back last week, and um, I'm not saying I feel like a 75 year old stuntman, but I'd say that it's the closest thing anybody's ever felt like as to the pain I am in. And uh, Hamish has not been very supportive about it. Because he's still a young buck. Man, I have been so supportive as I can be. Man, you and you haven't been. So for, for everyone, right? So I, I Grand Union played the show last Thursday at Frankie's and it was like doomsday, I'm gonna call it from my back. And uh like I went, played the gig high as fuck on Valium, which uh I can See why so many people are addicted to volume. Because what a wonderful feeling it gives you when you have it. Um, anyway, I played the show, and it was the most painful experience ever. And this lady came to me after the show. Shout out Sheila. And she had this spray, and she was like, uh, ooh, you're the one with the sore back. And I was like, yes. And she went, ooh. <laughs> yeah, and she went, rub this on your back. It's an old nurse's trick. You'll be feeling right as rain in five minutes. I said, oh, okay. She went, I can, I can rub it in for you. And I said, oh, are you, are you a nurse? She went, no, why? And I was like, lady, you're a freak. Get away from me, Sheila. Sheila, get away from me. Also, the most Australian female name ever, Sheila. Yeah. And I think if you just said to me, Jack, come into this little closet, I'm going to rub you down. I've got some of this stuff. Nurse's secret stuff. I think I would have let you do it. But I think because Sheila caught me off guard. Also, I was very sweaty. And I didn't know if, you know, she'd think differently of me if she had Jack's back gravy all over her fingers. But yeah, shout out Sheila. (laughs) Tried to help. I didn't want it. I'm sorry, dude. That, that that when you said back gravy, it just put such a like vivid image in my head that it's quite disturbing. I know. I'm sorry about that. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to shake that one off. <laughs> Jack's back gravy. Jack's special sauce. Oh, it gets under your fingernails and everything. Oh no. Oh. Stop thinking about it, you freak. So. <laughs> Other in news of other sources. Stop thinking week. about it. Stop thinking about it. Oh, I can't. I just, I just got a horrible <laughs> image in my head. Guys, this is an audio episode, but you should see the look on Hamish's face right now. Oh, he looks sick to his stomach. Oh no, because I told you, Ben, I'm like a like a like a visual person. Like, mm. it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. No. Anyway. <laughs> It's just not cricket. Just not cricket. It's just yeah. not cricket. How are you feeling about the uh, the Will Smith resignation from the academy? What do you think about this after fuck? last week? We we had such a conversation about it last week. Yeah. And I weren't expecting him to resign. Yeah. Look, what is what does that even mean? It means you don't have to attend. Like, could you, if you if you've been Will Smith, right? 
Mm. I think about that all the time. Is even attending the Oscars, like at this point, and you've probably been nominated five or six times, Mm. is it even fun anymore? Like, is it just like, (sighs) it's just like, and he got his Oscar, so he doesn't even need to go back anymore. He doesn't need to go back. He's already got the highest honor they could give him. Yeah. And plus, they're going to lose viewers now by not having him there. So, Mm. mm. I think they should just call it the Oscars rematch next year. Yeah. And have Will Smith host. Yep. Could you imagine celebrity boxing at the like the Oscars? Like what celebrity death match? <laughs> if that show is still going, they need to be getting ready for a Chris Rock, Will Smith one really match. They death match celebrity death match. They need to be preparing for that. Yeah, I bet you if it was Dwayne Johnson saying that, Will Smith would things would have been a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's Dwayne, if Dwayne came out there and was like. Jada, loved you in G.I. Jane. Yeah. You would have seen Will Smith just like cower down into his chair. <laughs> or if he's like, Jada, it's like looking in the mirror, you jabroni. <laughs> That's what he said. If you smell what I'm cooking, Will Smith would have been like, ah, he's so funny. The rock's so funny. Yeah, man. I think even like if Chappelle would have said that, I don't even think Will Smith would have got up. Yeah, it's just because Chris Rock's short. Imagine yeah. if it was Kevin Hart. Yeah. Kevin Hart would have tried to would have tried to swing back. Well, yeah, he's like put his Kevin hand on his like, head. Let me at him. Let me at him. Yeah, he would have been nodding over to all his security that he'd run on and then pretend to hold him back. But Kevin Kevin Hart's like quite an accomplished boxer, isn't he? He's like he trains every day, boxes and all that. Will Smith would have had some beat up knees. Oh, let me oh. tell you, some kidney shots. That's do you, all know, do you know how tall Kevin Hart actually is? Is he, if I was to guess, he'd be about five for five. Yeah, so like when he says he's an accomplished boxer, he's an accomplished boxer at fighting hobbits. <laughs> like, let's be real. Kevin Hart, like is, a getting, short, you know, Kevin Hart too, is a short king. He's too short to get in the ring with Mayweather, that's for sure. Mm. And Mayweather's like, you know, not even that tall himself. No, nah, he's not. You know? Old money. Money. Oh man, I read this. Um, I read this. It was like an interview with Al Pacino, and uh, it was like, I think it was like his first, maybe like his first trip to the Oscars. And I'm gonna attempt to read it in his. Like, I'm gonna attempt to say it in his voice. So he's like, "Yeah, I was sitting there next to Diane Keaton, and uh, there was an award there for best actor." And, the time's ticking on, and I thought, oh, they're not going to get to best actor. And he turns to the guy next to him and says, oh, they're going to run out of time for the show. And the guy says, Al, how long do you think the show goes on? He goes, well, it's been an hour. He says, Al, this goes on for like four hours. And he goes, oh, no. <laughs> and he said, in my mind, I was just hoping somebody else would win. Because all I've been doing all day was chewing Valium like Tic Tacs. I wouldn't have made it to the stage. <laughs> hoo And this is why Al Pacino is an absolute dog. Because, man, you think about how long... Like, I think Will Smith, if, if, like, as you were saying, if he's won the award, right, and he can't go back, he's like, thank God for that. Yeah. I'm going to sit there for four, five, six hours... Yeah. While we run through like best costume. You know what I mean? And he's like there smiling, thinking, oh, I'm going to be beaten again this year. 
So, you know. But I wonder what the ratings will be like next year for it. Mm. People will be tuning in. I think if, if think if I got nominated for, for an Oscar for whatever reason, Jack, mm. I think I'd go. I think I'd go to like the, the get my photo taken and then fuck off. Because mm. I hate sitting through that kind of shit. Yeah, I don't think you'd have the patience to get through that. No, I'd be like, I'd have to bring in an iPad or something to play games on. <laughs> be like a little kid. Leave him alone. Just give him the iPad. Yeah. He'll be quiet. He'll be quiet. Just give him the iPad and you're there watching fucking Robot Wars. Yeah. <laughs> but you fucking love Robot Wars, didn't you? Did you have that over here? No. Oh, man. Did you not have that? No. So it would be like, like kids in primary school would go and build a robot, right? And it'd be like, it'd look like a fucking remote control car and it'd have like a hammer on it, right? Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Did you, did you have that or was it like a different name? Yeah, and no, it, we did. No, I, I know what it is because like occasionally we'll get it aired like on Discovery oh, okay. Channel and stuff. But I can imagine you, like if you'd have grown up watching that every week, You'd have definitely been on Robot Wars. Yeah, you're not denying it. Right? It's not no. people. He's nodding away, smiling to himself, thinking about what kind of death trap contraption he could come up with. I've thought about this before. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and what I would do is I would I would I would almost have something that would be like a that'd be like a spider. Mm. But not like not like a spider spider, but it'd have four wheels because they'd just be more mobile. Yeah. But um, you know, be able to uh, it, it would just have like because the problem is, do you know what I hate when they just have one single hammer on it? And you're like, yeah. why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just put four hammers around it or have yeah. eight hammers around it? Because that way you're gonna kill him from any side you come at. Yeah. And that way you keep your thing balanced and it's harder to knock over because you've got prongs coming out each side. That's where I'd want off it. Prongs, not hammers. No. Good set of good set of good set of tongs in, instead of the odd ones. Yeah. Or just four tongues. <laughs> Speaking of tongues, I saw the Kiss tribute show. Oh, okay. Was this was this what you attended on Saturday? Yeah. Can I try and guess their name? Is it? Kiss faction. Is it, oh. is it, is it kiss, kiss, kiss? I don't even know myself, man. I thought you were just going to say, well, was, is it hugs? And I was going to laugh. Is it French kiss? Surely there's got to be a French, there's got to be a French band who do kiss called French kiss. There's got to be. Could you imagine a French accent singing uh, rock and roll all night? Do you want to do it? Do you want to attempt it? Oh, look, I can't do a French accent to save my life. It's one of the only, like, I can't do it. It's one of the only ones. Yeah. Because you, you're so prolific with accents, aren't you? No. It's one of the only ones. There's a, there's a few of them, but one of the only ones. Yeah, one of the big ones. Like, the one I won't even take a, take a stab at. Mm. I, think, I think you should attempt it. 
No, I can't because I can't even hear that. I can't even hear like the. I just know it'd be funny. Can't feel it. No. Were they called Kisteria? Yes. That's what they were called. Yes. Not that I was there, but I stalk your every single move. No, you just stalk the West Underground page and watch the. Yeah, do like everybody else should do. Oh, man. I can't believe how well that reel did. Mm. It was really good. Shout out Jordan, by the way, you talented son of a gun. Yeah. Absolutely. Jordan's got all the talent. Yep. Literally. Too much. Yeah. Too much. Jordan, you've got too much talent, if you ask me. (laughs) Yeah, shout out Jordan. Yeah, that reel's so cool, man. Really really cool. I thought it was really clever, too. And I think why the reason it did so well is because when people clicked on it, they had to watch it again because where the music cuts, it almost draws you in. You think, what the fuck just happened? Mm. And where, where, where it suddenly starts playing the different tracks of like the different bands and stuff, like my brain was like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, how, how, was, how was the Kiss tribute band? How was the show? Like, it was, it was, it was good, man. They look, look like the real Kiss. They sounded like the real Kiss. Mm. Um, I don't particularly like Kiss that much to begin with. So, oh, okay. So I'm not a huge Kiss fan. And I was, I, was, I was really there just to kind of go out with Jordan and have a bit of fun and take photos and see Terabyte and just, and just kind of hang out. Because I don't get out enough. I lock myself away like a little hermit crab. You? I've noticed that recently. Yeah, I don't go out at all. But it's so beautiful outside, Hamish. It is, but sometimes, you know the song Park Life, Jack? Yeah. It's like sometimes there's a line in it that goes, <laughs> and then I think about leaving my house. Yeah. What's he say? Until I was rudely awakened by the dustman. Yeah. <laughs> All right, talk me through. Just give me like a Hamish day and I'll, I'll sip some Park Life soon. I wake up in 10 o'clock in the morning, I get out of bed, and then I think about going downstairs and making a coffee. Usually, Park life. Sometimes it usually takes me an hour, sometimes it takes me two. <laughs> then I get on the park life. <laughs> sometimes it takes me an hour, sometimes it takes me two. Oh, that was very oh, good. All the people. So many people. And they all go, go outside. But I'm not, because I'm a hermit. Hamish. Hamish. Well, you don't get, like, a, a beautiful pale tan. If, could we call it a pale tan that you have? By, uh, you know, going outside all the time. Well, I don't go outside. You're like a sexy I'm... vampire. You're like a... Uh, you're like one of Robert Patterson's family members in Twilight. I'm probably related, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I can mention Twilight now, everybody, because our oh, Pat is uh, Batman and he's very good. <laughs> very good. Very good. Yeah, it's you, like, from my neck of the woods, you'd say you've been on the snowbeds. Yeah, look, man, I don't know. I, some, I get sunburned driving my car. <laughs> Like literally, like for five minutes going down the road, just from coming through the windscreen, I get sunburned. I have to be so careful of the sun, right? Like I, I have to go to the beach. I can only go to the beach two times of the day, when the sun's going down or when the sun's going up. 
the rest of the time, like, you know what I don't understand, man, when it's so hot in summer and it's like mm. 40 degree degrees and it's like sweltering heat and you see people laying on the beach. I'm like, are you, are you yeah. asking to die? Yeah, I'm guilty of this because because we're not used to it. We're like, fuck yeah, it's going to be 45 degrees tomorrow. Better go to the beach. Ben, your skin, to come back with like fucking blisters on your skin. Oh, what a lovely day at the beach that was. And you're like, you know, can't get a hot shower for three weeks. But, like, the longer I've been in Australia, the more I'm kind of adjusting to the fact that you notice that you don't see many Australians out when it's fucking 40-odd degrees. That's good. Just all, all those idiots going, Oh, the heat, the sun, the sun. Yeah, but it burns. It does burn. Burns. Burns, burns, burns. The son of fire. It's made of fire. Oh, oh man. Actually, you know, you know, we were talking there about your paleness. So for our audio listeners, Jackie has a bit of an, uh, an olive, olive touch to his skin tone, right? And um, I'll t- I want to tell you the story, Hamish. It came to me, like, the other day. And I've been, like, a little bit freaked out ever since about thinking how this would not happen in today's day and age. So when I was, um, when I was like, did you ever used to have like Chinese week in school when you were in primary school? Chinese week, no. Yeah, or like you'd have like fucking, fucking like African week, which is, you know, funny ones to do a continent in a week. So the, the, our school would have, like, do them every year. So you'd have... And then they put, like, a play on, right? And because... Because I had, like, olive skin. And I, like... I was basically the black kid in school, even though I was, like, had an all-year-round tan. That's the way you'd have thought. I, you know, like, oh, well... He must have a bit of African in him. And I actually do. Guys, if you're going to come after me. Oh, man, any is African lady. So... Anyway, like it was Indian week, and they were like, "Right, we need, we need, we need an Indian king, right?" And they were like, "But of course, of course, it's going to be Jack, right?" And they put me in a turban, sat me on a throne, right, and made me do an impression of an Indian. <laughs> I was seven fucking years old, right. Like, that shit is not going to fly, is it, in 2022? No. That, but it, that, it'd be fun. That is not happening now. And they're like, yeah, 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 do the voice. Do the voice, little Jack. Do the voice. And I'm not going to do the voice because I already offended India just by being seven years old. And we've got a lot of listeners in India. And I just want to apologize for my school being... Fucking morons. How, how is, how is, like, when, when was this? So I was, I'm 26 now, right? So this isn't, I mean, it's a little bit of time ago. But, you know, fuck. I mean, I know it's nearly 20 years ago, but shit, shit. I don't think the world was like that when I was seven. I didn't think it was. Doing me a little voice. Well, 
Oh, was it a good uh, play? It was a good play, yeah. Would I call it my shining crowning moments as a performer? Probably, yes. Yeah. It was my big coming out party. How I am not a Bollywood superstar now, I I will never know. But like, yeah, I just wanna I just wanna take a take a little second to say shout out Holy Rosary Primary School. You strange, strange, strange cats. I'd love to know if those teachers are still there. And I'd like to know who starred in Indian Week fucking the last time it was on. Jesus Christ. How times have changed. Mm. Did you, was you ever like in a school play? I was in heaps, man. <laughs> of course you were. Everybody, childhood star, Hamish Reed. Uh, the first one, I was Jesus. Okay. So okay. Starting, starting off the version of Sta- starting, off, starting off big. <laughs> yeah. You know, at the, at the Christmas, at the end of the year one, mm. I, was, I was little baby Jesus. Little baby Jesus. But the funny thing was, I was the tallest kid in the class. Yeah. I just wanted to be Jesus. Little baby giant Jesus. <laughs> baby, baby Jesus came out of the, came out of the womb four foot. <laughs> that was the miracle conception. Yeah. He came out six foot tall. Working <laughs> <laughs> oh. out. So, like, when you were Jesus, was you just like quiet, laying in a major? Or did yeah, you have like Jesus? Was, did you have like Jesus speaking lines in the crib? When they, well, when they were giving me, like, "Hey, MTV, I'm Jesus. Welcome to my crib." Let's <laughs> take people into the people into my cave. No, I was just laying there, and as they were giving me the little bottle, yeah. I was t- I was sprinkling my like little my magic Jesus powers and turning that bottle into wine. Oh man! Now he's just. Oh, it's just laying in that little, in that little crib, going, "Woo, <laughs> I like me and Jesus. <laughs> Jesus got some perks." Yeah, what I have else? to apologize, man. I've been listening to a lot of like on the way home today. After after we got off the phone, I was just listening to James Brown in the car. Yeah, and I was like, I need can't to stop just, doing James I just Brown need voice. To wake up. Yeah, and and <laughs> man, there's nothing better. No. But now I just feel like I'm in the James Brown land. Good place to be. Yeah. Yeah, James Brown. Like, the, it's so funny, isn't it? Like, Robin Williams is kind of hand in hand with James Brown on like a couple of things. Like, on Good Morning Vietnam, he plays James Brown a lot on that. And then obviously, like, Mrs. Delphire, I eat wood. It tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. Big feet, what's he say? No meat. Big feet. I <laughs> eat wood. <laughs> so, like, anytime I think of James Brown, I, I also think of Robin Williams at yeah, the same time. Yeah, yeah, Have you ever listened? I've got that, that record, man. And if you listen, he's like, we got some James Brown coming your way. All right, baby. I feel good. And it's just like the segues into all the tracks and stuff. Oh, really? Oh, what, is this the Good Morning Vietnam soundtrack? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Here's a little James Brown coming your way. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> And then it's like, I feel good. No, no, oh, no, 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 man, no. I've got to listen to that. I've yeah. got to listen to that. Underrated film, would you say? Or would you say it's a... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it now when you watch that movie. And, and he's like, he's like, 
He's like, stop the car. I see a dragon lady. <laughs> I'm gonna get myself one of these dragon ladies. <laughs> and there's like this lady in the white dress, which he which he then he's like the love yeah, of his life. That's the one he caught. He caught his took his heart. Yeah. You know, you know that chick who you're talking about, right? Like so me and my brother have this game where if you find somebody a little bit attractive, like you sorry, say you find someone attractive on a TV yeah. show, right? Or a film, and you go, Whoa. Yeah, and you go, she's all right. We'll find a family member who does the slightest, tiniest little bit of resemblance to, right? Yeah. And then you go, oh, she looks like them or so-and-so. And then you go, oh, that's that. I can't look at her the same way ever again. Because <laughs> it just breaks you. And half away, right? And half away in the dark night rises, getting onto her motorbike as Catwoman. Yeah, getting onto Batman's motorbike as Catwoman. She gets home, she's in the leather. And I was like... Four and halfway, and my brother goes, She looks like, uh, and says one of my cousin's names. And I went, Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> so we do it all the time. And that lady, uh, that the, the Vietnamese woman, like my, my brother's like, Oh my God, she's so fit. And I was like, What? Vietnamese, Auntie Jan. And he can never look at that woman the same <laughs> It's such a fun game to play. Because it makes you never want to say that somebody is attractive. <laughs> Just because you feel like a weird, incestuous pig. I feel good. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. It tastes good. It tastes good. Man, could you just imagine going through life being James Brown? Have you have you ever seen there's an interview out there and it's the fucking mm. greatest interview and I watch it every once in a while when I'm feeling down and it makes me laugh and smile and, and feel happy because James Brown has been arrested and he's been charged with like, um, you know, like some, some really heavy criminal shit, right? And he's just, and he's released, he's going on tour. And the, and the interviewers are trying to, like, the media is trying to pin him down for his, you know, from his crimes. And James Brown has gone into this news, this, you know, to do his interview for the, on the news, like, like, you know, daytime news, high as fuck. Mm. And he's, he's wearing his sunglasses. Yeah. And they're like, James, so is it, is it true that you were assaulted your ex-wife? I feel good. Mama's <laughs> got a brand new bag. <laughs> oh. And then they're like, so. so is he like uh, stones high or is he on like. So is this your comeback to a James? Man, it's a man's world. <laughs> just not answering any questions. Just yeah. going to. James, what, what do you think about free speech in America today? Living in America. <laughs> time to town, coast to coast. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, James, what would you say about the music today? I feel like a sex machine. Get off of that thing. <laughs> Get up off of that thing. I don't know how this has turned into a James Brown like appreciation episode, but I think he deserves it. I like it. I don't what a fuck! Did you did you watch his funeral when he died? Yeah, they're at the Staples Center, I think. It was like televised. I, I I remember it being televised in the UK. I don't know if it was televised yet. And it was like, it was like 
a sad funeral, but also like an amazing funeral. You know, one of those funerals where you think, fuck. Yeah. I hope my funeral's like that. This is man, man, man. Yeah. The man was just phenomenal. Have you seen him dance? Mm. No, just drops down, does the splits, spins a little mic thing around and jumps back up. How do you do the splits and come up in one single move like that? I don't know. You've got to have some real strength in your legs. I I don't know why you're asking me because I definitely can't do that. She's like, he must have had fucking big balls and he just bounced when he hit the ground and came back up because, like, I I don't know how that man did it. James Brown's big balls. (laughs) Literally. Oh. Oh, Jimmy Brown's big balls. Just the best dancer in music. And always looked amazing. Like that that stage show performer thing. Yeah. Is like you you think about some of the outfits and like looks James Brown. It's so, so cool. I wish we could, like, I was thinking too, because every for people that are listening, we're we're doing an MC show soon. You know. This Saturday? Is this the ninth? Yeah, this Saturday. Coming up. For Aaron Foster at the factory. It's this Saturday. I bought Hamish a um I bought a, a little planner, a little diary, and uh and I actually bought the the tax year one, so it's wrong. But I've got one and it trust me, it's the ninth. This is how organized we are. And um so oh I was thinking too, man. It would. I wish I had the balls of steel that James Brown had just to walk out and like you just open a show like that because it just start off so well. Why don't we open the show as James Brown? Why don't we both pretend to be James Brown? Ow! Yeah! Ow! I'm faster! Get on up! Everybody get on up! Welcome to the Madville! Get on up like a sex machine. Where's on the ground? Woo! Get up with on the ground. Monday night fever with on the ground. Get on up. Fuck, imagine going through life with that much energy. Yeah, I wonder how much cocaine played the part in the James Brown part. I'd say a lot. I'd say a lot. They were in his balls that he was bouncing up with. It was kilos of cocaine. He had in his pants. Bang, straight back up. Oh, man. Because he always seemed charged up like a battery. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I think some people have just got that, haven't they, where they just fucking turn on Showtime. Comedy Central did a thing where they've been doing this. uh, They make these animations about, uh, it's called like, oh, actually, I don't know who did this one, but this is a different series. It's like, um, like tales, tales of the tour and stuff, and they covered mm. a bunch of country artists, but they also covered James Brown and Prince and a few other people, and they did these animation stories. And there's one story because for a long time James Brown was anti-drugs, like really oh, okay. anti-drugs, and his whole band he was like a Nazi about it. And then one day his his band used to still get high as fuck, and they would just they would just hide <laughs> it from James. <laughs> and the band the band were all taking taking acid. And they put it into a big, a big like, like orange juice thing, <clears throat> and they've got all the, they've got all the tabs in there, and they're each just taking sips of it and passing it around. Every member of the band's like, <laughs> James Brown comes in and goes, "What are we drinking? Orange juice." <laughs> Brings the whole thing, and he goes out on stage, and half of the band starts looking at James, and he, 
And all of a sudden, he starts to get a bit quiet. And he goes, thank you all for coming out tonight. I've invented a new dance move. I want you all to be part of it. I call it the moon. And he just stood like this <laughs> the rest of the show. <laughs> so he's just pissed. He's just smashed. Yeah, he's just, he's just oh, driven. Jimmy he Brown. Goes, I've invented a new move. It's got the moon. <laughs> Puts his hands above his head like a teepee and just stands there for the rest of the show. Yeah, I can... Uh, you know, I'd like to know at what point he became pro-drugs again. Because he had to... He had to have been over in the old Colombian... The old marching father. He had to be, man. The devil's dandruff. He had to be yeah. over in it. Did you ever watch that movie? I think his vice of choice was cocaine and PCP. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Good combination. Yeah, well, because he got arrested later on in life because he because he was like shooting at the cops and stuff like that. And there's if you watch the movie, yeah, and he's like having this full cop. <laughs> he just lost his mind, I think. <laughs> oh, can you go from like? Being anti-drugs, like shooting at police and the love and cocaine and PCP. He, he lived... He was like 90-odd, wasn't he, when he died? He yeah. got old just, when he died. Yeah. I just wanted to answer your question. Living in America. <laughs> Living in America. So, James, how could you go from being anti-drug to pro-drug <laughs> and using such substances as cocaine and PCP? Living in America. <laughs> I used the money that I got paid from the Rocky movie, Apollo Creed. Living in America. Ow. It's a man's world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, our listeners must be like, what the fuck are they doing? Oh, Jesus. This, this has cool. been a very, very fun Monday Night Fever. Yeah. This is called not giving a fuck and Jack having a broken back. And Jackie's hurt his back. Jackie's hurt his back. Valium is helpful, but not as helpful as PCP. And Hamish sleep deprived. Red balled up. Yeah, ready to go. Anyway, can I just say, you know what's funny? Is when I'm sleep deprived, right? Mm. Usually comes my best ideas. Oh, oh yeah, I can, I can... Was, was it Sigmund Freud who only used to sleep four hours a night? Yeah, he also loved cocaine. Um, not related to you, of course. But, yeah, I think I, I, can, I can understand why. But then do you ever, like, come up with the ideas and then think about it after you've had to sleep and you think, why did I think that was a good idea? No, because what happens, what happens is my brain gets... I'm not talking about like one night where I am now. Mm. We've had one night of shit sleep. I'm talking about a week of shit sleep where your brain starts to become a bit scattered and you mm. and, and the world feels a bit disorientated and people are having conversations with you and it takes a couple of seconds for comprehension and you're like, you're you're like, Hamish, how are you? And I'm like, good. <laughs> it takes, good. you know, good. Hamish is okay. And you feel like your your mind's slipping a little bit, and but what happens at the same time is, your is is especially my brain. It starts to think about like things because it can't focus on probably what it needs to think about. It just starts to think about things outside of my, you know. It's almost in, in a way, 
it's almost a bit like psychedelics except mm. except way more detrimental yeah well it's like so the cia used to just keep people up for days didn't they <laughs> see just to see what would happen yeah and like see if like fucking you start telling your country secrets and whatnot um I, I, it's when you're sleep deprived you put, do you not feel like grouchy i do and that's what i was going to say like I'm, what i'm talking about is more or less like create creative decisions right mm. or like or like life decisions further ahead that you're going to implement but in the in that moment you're hyper emotional you're hyper cranky you're up, you're down, and you don't know where you're really at. You're just like, mm. a, you're like, just manic. You're a manic man. Yeah. But in amongst all that, there's these moments of like, oh, that was a really clever thought, you know? I'm going to write that down and remember that, bank that idea. When I, when I have like a day of 24 hours of sleep, then we can start to implement that. Mm. You put like, do you have... I seen this this uh, this tweet the other day, and it said um, had an amazing idea for a podcast last night. Um, when uh, in my dream, so I woke up, wrote it down, and went back to sleep. And then I woke up again, and he woke up, and it just said like massive waffle podcast. And he was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> like, have you ever had a dream where you write a song, and you're like? You hope you wake up and you can still remember it. Yeah. And you never can. I had a dream I was forced into an arranged marriage last night. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was a bit of a freaky dream. Now I feel like we're full circling this to seven-year-old Jack being the Indian king. <laughs> yeah. He's back. He's back once again. Could you, could you, like some, you know, like I have a bit of sympathy for, for, for arranged marriages, right? Mm. Could you imagine, like, and you, you just didn't like the person that they arranged you with, but because your family arranged it, you can't get out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's also that thing as well, isn't it? Of, like, so one of my friends, he's, uh, he's from Guinea in West Africa. And they have, like, not so much arranged marriages, but, like, you, your parents start setting you up from a young age. You know, like, oh, what do you think of Tracy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, Tracy's not bad, eh? And they're, like, that's the woman they want you to marry and all that. And it's, like, a respect thing. And you, you're of the mind that they know you well enough that they're choosing the right thing for you. But if you're an absolute in the bedroom and then you meet Tracy and Tracy just wants to like hold your hand all the time like it is not going to work is it ah, you've just got to Tracy's just got to become a freak freak in the sheets freak in the sheets yeah are you are people naturally freaks in the sheets or can they be taught to be freaks in the sheets uh, I think that's like a... I think it is natural. <sighs> Do you think so? Yeah, I think you've got to be naturally a bit of a wild, wild, 
Wild, wild child. child, full yeah. of grace, savior of the human race. Yeah. Maybe there's a little bit of that. But I also think, like, pornography has not helped, has it? Levine. Like. <laughs> I want to spin you around like a helicopter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things, things that porn has brought which kind of, like, overshadows the whole sexual experience as well, doesn't yeah. it? If you're trying to have sex like a like you're like in a porn porno, star, you yeah. are a fuckwit. Yeah. Because, yeah. like... Oh, yeah, you like that, baby? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that, Danny. Oh, yeah. Have you done your homework today? Oh, yeah, Danny, I done my homework. I don't know why these, like, Long Island New Yorkers, but, but still... You know, like, I, I I don't understand being called daddy, that whole thing. Mm. I want to be called Big Bobby. <laughs> I love it when you call me Big Bob. <laughs> no, I just, I'm only I just, joking, but I, I don't understand I just, that I whole just want to be called right. Jack. Yeah, me too. I just want to be called Hamish. You just want to be called Jack as well. <laughs> yeah. Call me. me Jack. Call me Jack. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> Could you imagine introducing yourself like that? The name's Hamish, but you can call me Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely gonna say that. Oh. I'm gonna say that on Saturday on stage at the Faxby with Aaron Foster. <laughs> like, Hello, everybody! We are West Underground. Welcome to the show. I'm Jack, but you can call me Hamish. Wow. Oh. Oh, and I'll be like, oh, and I'm Hamish, and you can call me Sally. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be behind going, get on that. Yeah. Like a sex machine, come on, get on up. My name's Hamish, get on up. You can call me Jack, get on up. <laughs> I don't understand how James Brown went drinking more water on the stage, by the way. Ooh, sore on the old pipes, that. Yeah. Have you, have you noticed like when you, uh, speaking about like singing and, and stuff that's hard on the pipes. Sing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that like a lot of like people that I thought were like singing with heaps of, like I thought Robert Plant used to sing really like, you know, and just like pushing his vocals, but I don't, the more I listen to Led Zeppelin, the more I think, oh, Robert Plant, you are a smart motherfucker. Like, I just think Robert Plant had really sensitive mics, to be honest. Because, mm. like, I, when you, you know, when you start doing your like breathing and stuff, to like to sing with like Robert Plant, you kind of have to be a bit light because otherwise it gets too, too throaty. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's almost at the end of your breath to sing like Robert Plant. Yeah. Does anybody remember laughter? It's like it's like on the very yeah. Like, and I'm always amazed when people can sing like that. Well, man, just put a bit of reverb on your voice. I know. A yeah. bit of delay. Little bit of reverb, little bit of delay. Yeah, like that thing where he's like, you. Down oh, that's a terrible impression, but like when you part to put the, you know. I was, uh, I was Hamish with 
oh. cover of Led Zeppelin. Would you call it a cover? I don't even know what song it is. There's just some live <laughs> thing where he's like, what? whatever he does. And you can hear him moving back from the mic as well. Mm. To like play oh, that's a big, that's a big like thing. Yeah. I sing very, very close to the microphone. Yeah. Do you ever I pull do, back away from it? I do if I'm like screaming or anything like that. Not screaming, you know, like, Whoa. or whatever, like, and then you'll start it there. And then if you think about it, you go, and then the sound carries anyway when you move Whoa. back. Whoa. And then, you know, like yeah. kind of like the, you know, the, like someone falling off a mountain. Yeah, yeah. Which is what people sound like when you push them off mountains as well. Yeah. You know that song, um, You Shook Me? Yeah. Where you can definitely hear he's pulling back. Mm. You shook Oh no, whatever it is. And he's like, Whoa! <laughs> Hang on. Whoa! Yeah. Can you hear the sliding around and the thing? Like, I reckon, do you reckon that they were in the same room? Because I couldn't possibly be. Oh, you no. have Jimmy no Page way. with all that. It, oh, it had no to way. be. Vocal booth. They, would they have been on eight track players then still? They would have been, wouldn't they? Well, half of Led Zeppelin would have been in the other half. They would have had really good studio equipment like throughout mm. the 70s. When things started to pick up in the 70s. Yeah. That was kind of like when things changed, isn't it? Yeah. That's the annoying thing. I, I mentioned that when we reviewed Get Back, um, when we reviewed that, which is in the archives. And I was saying about like how sound systems weren't right yet or the Beatles, but then if you think, like, 10 years later, the Stones are doing stadium shows with, like, 4 PA. Yeah. Like, amazing sound. Yeah. Really, really makes me upset. <sighs> really makes me upset. So, Where Hamish... Think the Beatles would have gone? Oh, anywhere they wanted, man. Yeah. Like, what do you think the music would have done? Yeah, like I, I just wonder like what would have happened if they stayed together, right? Because you had you had Paul McCartney who wanted to go down his own little rabbit hole. Mm. And then you have John's solo stuff, and then you had George's solo stuff. But if they stayed together as a band, would they have tried to be like other bands of the same, you know, of the seventies kind of bands? Or would the uh, the seventies bands follow the Beatles? Still? Um would have been a bit of a tit for tat, like you know what I mean. Well, when Led Zeppelin were the first bands to win best bands on, was it Melody Maker? It was like a magazine, like best yeah. band, and it was the first time the Beatles hadn't won it for like ten years. Um, I think. See, when music got a little bit heavier, and then the Beatles wrote Helter Skelter, you know what I mean? And it was like, well, we can do that, but. I think they still would have led the charge. But then if you think about, like, what's going on, like, politically and whatever, and then what people are... Circumstances. Like, imagine the Beatles and punk coexisting. Completely coexisting. Or the yeah, Beatles, it's funny. Well, the it's the same, really, isn't it? Mm. Well, like, like, like... <clears throat> the only difference between rock and billy and punk, man, is one, one swinging. Yeah. Okay. And one, 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 one are better, one are better musicians. 
which one's the better musicians? The the, the rockabilly Banks. guys. The Banks, mate. The Banks. Oh man, like the like the I I do love like the Sex Pistols stuff and the and the Clash dub. I'm not a and, fan, man. You know. Really? Yeah, it doesn't like doesn't doesn't take my fancy. I remember being. 1617 and going, in, oh, what was the name? It's like the first bar I ever went into, like the first like dive bar I ever went into when I was 16, you know, little, little fake ID. What do you mean? I'm always in here. One of those. And um, it was all like the Clash and Sex Pistols and all that and the Ramones. And I was just like, I liked like the Ramones. I love how cool it is to look at, like aesthetically. You know, the Ramones in the leather jacket and all that. Like, it's such a cool, it's an iconic look. Yeah. But the music has just never, never, ever done really? it for me, to be honest. Yeah, like, no, never. Because like the, like, the Ramones are probably close. They're like, they're, they're just rockabilly with distortion. Like, they're, mm. they're still swinging. Hey, mm. oh, let's go. Yeah, just, just, I don't know. Man. I feel like, so when I was, when I was in my band at home, you're around the music scene, right? So you're hearing a lot of music. Then when I stopped that and then I felt like I just went back into my hermit thing of just listening to, like, the Beatles and, you know, what I love, really, listening to that music. And then now I'm in a band again and playing with bands and then doing this with you, which is amazing. And, you know, you get to, like, interview bands and you're listening to their stuff and you're like, oh, fuck, these are good. But... I feel like I never give enough time to other music sometimes, whereas I get, like, I, I I will literally listen to anything, but if I'm ever just, like, you know, I've got a 20-minute walk or a, a drive or whatever, like, if I'm not listening to a podcast, I always tend to listen to the same things. Yeah. So maybe what we could do, Hamish, is I make a playlist and you make a playlist, and then we put it out onto our Spotify and then we ask people to send in some tracks that, like maybe from like the Clash and Remote, maybe things that we may not know. If you're like a big Clash or Ramones fan, send it in, then you know. But like I, I, I like the Ramones a yeah. lot, right? Only, like because because it's fun, mm. and I like I like I like the Clash. Should I stay or should I go? If I stay, there will be trouble. If I go, there will be trouble. Colin, <laughs> you've got to let, let me, me know. Should I stay, stay or should, should I, go? I go? Yeah. It's always please, 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 please. You have me when I'm on my... <laughs> yeah. One day is fun and next is black. Uh, whatever. Nah, this is a good tune, that isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Jack has just contradicted himself. I really enjoy that song. I bought the low and low one. Yeah, yeah, it is good. But I, th- I think maybe it's just like the being from the north of yeah. England, and then you've got like them, and they're like, "Yeah, from the south, yeah, yeah, come on." You know what I mean? But I, I, I only like two Sex Pistols songs. Oh, okay. You know, God save the queen. Oh, it's a fascist regime. And what's the other one? Um, oh, I am an antichrist. I don't know what I want, but I know how to get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad try. 
Yeah, and that's no, the only like, two that are worth it. Like the rest of the Sex Pistols catalog is shit. Mm. It is literally like, like, like you, you listen to that man, and you're just like, there's a lot of attitude here, but like the band, like like Sid Vicious is the worst bass player I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Right, like he is a moron. <laughs> and you watch interviews with him, and you're just like, fuck me, you were a simpleton. Oh, God bless. Was Sid Vicious the one who killed his missus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, he was a moron. Oh, yeah, Sid and Nancy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, uh, and then he overdosed with heroin and his mum bought him. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking, fucking strange affair that is. Yeah. Anybody who wants to be like Sid Vicious, fucking hell, go out and get a life. It's brave. Matt? It's brave. You know, imagine sitting there thinking Sid Vicious was fantastic. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> so he ki- didn't he? So he killed her, like when he was high. Didn't know he killed her, and then came around, and then they arrested them, and then let him go on bail, which is just bizarre, anyway, isn't it? If you think about, has he just killed his missus? Yeah, but he's, he's that bassist, isn't he? You go, oh, all right then, and then he. Like overdosed on heroin and his mum. Like I say, man, that's a fucking yeah. What a roller coaster of three days. Even even Steve Jones, the the guitar player of the Sex Pistols, has has said Sid Vicious was a moron. Mm. Sid Vicious, we had to take we he did two lessons of bass before he joined this band. We were just like, yeah, put your finger here and da 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 da. And that was that was. And then move it up here, Sid. Oh, 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 our boss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. That's fuck that guy. Thing. Fuck that guy. Right, Hamish, I think that is a pod, my friend. All right. We just want to thank everybody for listening. All the people. So many people. And I all go no, to I night fever. Page. Like and subscribe. To that. Where's the ground? <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. Catch you next week. Peace and love.